So welcome everyone to the Test Talks podcast. Now you may have noticed on these solo episodes, I don't really put a musical intro in, you know, because just keeping it a la carte or al fresco or just putting some Italian Latin word there and it'll sound cool. So today's podcast, I'm talking about Project Fire. Now you've been following Project Fire on my Instagram and on my YouTube. If you haven't, stop sitting there fiddling with your, you know, go and watch them and learn something. Um, It's a flip. Always has been hopefully always will be and it was direct to vendor and i purchased i'll go through the figures with you i've got my spreadsheet in front of me as well so i can go through the figures now often what i do and what i advise to my mentees and people on my e-learning is anytime you're doing a deal right let's say this is a flip you should speak to your broker and say look what lenders are doing free valuations right now and, and no admin fees right book an evaluation what harm is it to you? It's none. And, you know, if he comes back and says, you know what, you know, he or she comes back and says, at this point in time, there actually aren't any, you know, free things. You might have to pay 150 quid, for example. I would pay it, right? Because you never know what the value could be worth. You never know when that value could actually help you if a vendor in the future or, you know, whoever's buying it tries to argue or their valuer comes in and downvalues it. But also, you don't know what the market is going to be like. And yeah, I appreciate you're doing this Val when the property is finished. So you're ready to sell, like you're in the market now. But what about when your buyer drops out in three months, which they potentially will. A lot of them do. Idiots. What are you going to do then? You're in a different market. Now, if you've got a risk evaluation, then if you've got a lender who said, look, yeah, that's how much it's worth. We'll give you this much. You've got a plan B, not just a, oh yeah, Ted said that I can refinance it if I can't sell it. You've got it lined up. So your your plan B is ready, is waiting. <clears throat> and the lender's not going to pressure you or chase you and say, oh, you had a vow, can you? No. Yes, you've got three months of validity, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But it's so beneficial to do this. But also it can highlight to you that you've bought a pretty good deal and it could even give you some indication or state of the market. Or if you've bought a deal in an interesting area, for example, Project Fire selling for 250, I think, or 255. Now, hmm. I did a valuation with Foundation Home Loans, who I've got quite a few mortgages with, actually. Quite responsive. I, you know, I do quite like them. And uh, me and Shaz did it, I don't know, two weeks ago, had the valuation. The valuer couldn't close the door. Calls me up. Oh, I can't close the door. I've tried to ask the neighbor, but I can't. And I was like, it's probably stiff. Have you put some muscle into it? Have you, you know, lifted it up? Yeah, 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 look, look. I'm good with doors. <laughs> Obviously, you know, I do doors. I'm a surveyor. I was like, well, you're not though, are you? Because my build had to come out and do it and just said, yeah, Ted, it was stiff. It just needed a good, you know. I was like, <clears throat> surveyors, I hate you even more than I did already. How can you hate more than I already hate them? So anyways, it came back at, you ready for this? So selling at 250, I bought it for one... What I buy it for one three five came back at three hundred thousand pounds. <throat> so you know in my book and on my e-learning, I say, you know, when you're buying BRRs, you kind of want to buy it for like 40-50% of the end value. Ta-da! Here we go. Case study. Now that's a pretty good deal. That's a pretty good valuation. However, as you may know, and as basic math dictates, higher value properties tend to have lower yields because the mortgage rate goes up. The rent doesn't go up that much. So it's quite interesting to say because Charles texted me and said, Ted, it's 300k. I was like, 
oh, um, okay. It kind of made me think, oh, do I want to keep it? Like, could this be a good deal? And I'll talk you through in, in a second why it's a good deal. It's a great deal on paper. And actually for someone, might be you, this is an incredible deal. Um, and for a lot of people listening and not doing anything because they're making excuses or they're not taking their education seriously, then hopefully this gives you a kick up the arse that you probably need to show you what kind of deals are out there. And by the way, I bought this in December. So it's in the, you know, the current market or, it, well, the market's slower now, but it was in the heat of this market. Right? I had a key undertaking on it. Again, key undertakings are amazing. Gave me a month interest free to get the refurb started and get shit going. Where else, you know, like getting that is not easy, um, but it was negotiated, you know, I negotiated it, right? That's what you do in property and business in general. Um, so that was really helpful actually having that key undertaken. Um, it, you know, it's very uncommon to get this, by the way. Don't let people tell you, oh, yeah, I've got key undertaken. So easy. I'll teach you how to do it. 1997. No, it's not easy. I've had two in my whole life out of 17 property purchases. I'm trying to get one now on my own resi. Let's see. I'm meeting the owner in a few weeks and we're being pretty quick. And, you know, so let's see. Potentially she gives it. And that would that would be a lifesaver. That would save so much interest um, on the resi. So, yeah, I was a bit confused. Oh, my God, should I keep it? Should I sell it? What do I do? You know, much to do about nothing, except there's a lot to do about something here. And I decided, nah, I'm going to carry on with the sale. The sale is going well. The buyer is playing ball. They are, you know, doing things as quick as I think they can. They're feeling informed correctly. They're using my solicitor. You know, it's progressing well. The agent is on them. So, you know, I kind of feel like, you know, there's not, there's no reason yet to, you know, do anything with the mortgage. I might sort of get it to the offer stage or, you know, just to, so it's there. But, you know, I've had it before in properties where, you know, I actually, I didn't get a value until two or three sales had fallen through. And I was like, like on my cottage, which was valued at three hundred thousand pounds, selling for two six five, <laughs> you know, sorry, valued at two ninety. Sorry, you know, these risk valuations are coming in way above. Now, the cottage is definitely undervalued. Someone's getting a bargain. That's without a doubt, right? My green kitchen cottage. But on this particular one, I do think it's worth three hundred grand because I have a friend who owns a house on the same street, and that was valued about three hundred grand, a bit more. I know that's the, the paper value on this street. Like I know that. right? However, the paper value and what someone will pay for it, i.e. here's a Gucci shirt, it's 100 grand, you've sold zero. Okay, that's the paper value. That's nice. The real value is 50 grand, whatever someone's paying for it. It's the same with houses, same with anything, right? Clearly, the street that this is on, which we all knew, you know what I mean? Like I knew, is not the best street. It's up and coming from the bottom. And it hasn't moved in years. <laughs> it's not the best street. No, I'm kidding. It's it's fine. But it's not the best street. So therefore, that limits it. Despite the risk value coming in higher than sales, which is the second time I've ever had this. Never had this before. Um, It's a bit crazy. And, it, you know, for me, it says, okay, the, the street is the reason. You pick this house up and you literally move it. I'm not kidding you. Two, three hundred meters onto another street behind it, etc. It would sell for 300 grand. Because there's data that things are. And have and will. So sometimes, like I said earlier on, it shows you that, you know, for whatever reason, you're selling it less. Or in this case, it shows you that, you know, probably the street or the area isn't as desirable as you may have thought. Although I knew it from the start, which is fine. My spreadsheet said 
240 in, I think, or 245. So you're not happy with this. The first off we have was 260 anyway. But I want to share this with you. And let me talk you through the figures. And normally I kind of go in this detail in my community or with my mentees. But I'll share it with y'all for now. Because I'm going to honeymoon tomorrow. So, you know, although when you listen to this on the podcast, who knows where I'll be. I might be on my stag at this time. Because, yes, my stag is rearranged after my honeymoon. Long story. If you follow me, you know why. So a stag with the antlers tied together. Um, I purchased it for £135,000. Stamp duty was, I don't know, three or four grand. I was at the property event presenting and I got a notification from Starling. I was like, oh, strange time and night. And looked at it and, oh, four grand refund. I was like, I'll have that. Right. Drinks are still not on me, but uh, let's celebrate. Um, So that was good. I saved a bit of money. Legal fees, about 700 quid. I don't even know what I got charged. It wasn't a lot. Um, and the refurb, I've got the refurb in here as 59,400. However, I think it's probably closer to 56. Um, I still need to fully, fully reconcile and work that out, which I will do at some point. Um, I've put in about eight months for the duration. And I think, nine, yeah, I think we're about eight months, maybe nine months. Um, cost of finance, obviously it was 100% investor funded. Another thing I didn't tell you, which you know anyway, because I haven't put any money into my property business and into my portfolio purchasing since my first deal i put 30 grand in and then the other end of the equation which by the way it's a very stressful equation lots of maths lots of algebra lots of bullshit lots of pythagoras and that uh 1.3 million plus pound property portfolio financial freedom all the buzzwords from 30 grand of my own money so if i can do it why can't you right like i don't mean to be blunt but i do mean to be blunt and i'm basically asking you why the fuck you're not doing it right so talk to me if you're not i have free calls tedsing.xyz you can book in a free 30 minute call let's talk about what you're doing how you're doing it and how we can get you to be there right i'm not anyone special you know like there's plenty of people smarter than me richer than me there's plenty of people dumber than me richer than me there's plenty of people you get my drift right so <clears throat> add all this up purchase cost 135700 refurbishment and holding cost 73348 add it together gives you 209048 pounds so, um, estate agent fees are zero, which is good because the estate agent's my boy and he offered me a free sale. So, you know, there we go. Uh, and it's selling for 250. I think it's 250. It must be 250. I mean, I can't, I can't have, you know, I'm just going to look. I thought I went back and said, oh, go on, offer me more, you know. Um, but let me check the offer accepted. 250, yeah. Um, I think I might have said put it on for offers over 250 or offers over 245. So offer to the 250. The profit is £40,000 and 152 pence. So that's a lot higher than the UK average salary, a lot higher than the London average salary. And it's taken eight to nine months, but it's taken two or three months of actual hard work. And as you know, um, stop asking the same fucking question over and over again in the chat. I'm, I'm, I'm busy. Um, like, if you know then you'll, you'll, you would have seen that this deal was pretty hands-off in the sense that I visited it three times, one to snag at the end and two for site visits, or one for site visit, one for jokes, which I think some of you who are listening or being it actually came on the site visits with me. So um, pretty hands-off. I designed it, of course, with my interior designer, big up Raquel at my design. And, you know, this is a small deal. 
my other one is a fair bit more profit. And I did this because direct to vendor, it was hands off. Craig, big up Mainty Property, did everything, fixed pro. You know, it was just what I want my property business to be like, which is smooth, flowing, hands off, doing its thing, right? So I'm happy with the profit. I mean, you know, what could you do with 40 grand? Could 40 grand change your life? If you did 40 grand on your first flip, which depending on where you invest, how much you have, the knowledge you have, the team you have, 40 grand's not that out there. I've had people make a lot more on their first flip. You know, one of my mentees is doing a 1.4 million GDV block of flats right now. She's my mentee and she's in the community and she's done my e-learning. So people are killing it. But then I've had, you know, people, one of my mentees, I I think his first flip profit is like 25 grand, I think. So people are making decent levels of money here um, on first deals, second, whatever. Um, and I'm happy with that. Now, if we look at the, the 300 grand situation, which we spoke about, which is the refinancing and keeping it, the end of value is 300 grand, loan to value 75%. And I believe they'll actually give it to me this time, unlike <clears throat> certain other lenders. The remortgage amount is about 225,000 pounds, couple of costs, blah, blah, blah. My purchase, my total amount of money in so far, none of it's mine, is 209,000 pounds, right? And 48 pounds. Don't, let's call it 209,000 pounds. They're not giving me 225,000 pounds. Quick math, that's about it's about 15 grand money taken out. My spreadsheet says 12 because I've got a few other costs on it, which if you have access to my spreadsheet, you will know. So this deal takes out 12,000 pounds, right? Is it 75% a safe LTV? We're all happy with that. It's all standard, even when the recession's coming and all this shit. Cool. The rental per month's probably about 1,100, 1,000. I mean, if we go 1,100... I actually need to verify this to my agent. This changes the deal. I think it's about 1,000, right? Which means mortgage payments about 874 a month. That's so much money. Because the rate is 4.59%. Yay, recession. Yay, inflation. Thanks, lenders. Oh, yes. <sighs> Plus a 2% fee. Quick maths, that's a lot of fees. Quick maths, that's a lot of maths. So, yeah. Profit per month, cash flow, pre-tax. 126 pounds. Fuck me, I might as well be a London investor with that cash flow. <laughs> I'm just kidding, London investors. Do not at me. Or at me if you like. I'm here for fun. I'm here. You know, I'm here for a good time, not for a long time. Although, you know, I'm pretty healthy, so hopefully for a long time as well. And at that time, you know, we'd be freezing ourselves like in future armor and Elon Musk and shit. So you get a cash flow is one, two, six a month, pants. That's like pat like it pants. It's not worth it. One maintenance call, you're done. I shouldn't have any though, because Mainty did it. It's incredible. But um yeah, that's long. If it rents for 1,100, I'm going to speak to my agent about this. Then it's about 226 pounds a month, which actually is pretty decent. You know, like that's, it'll be my lowest performing asset, right? Um, they're my lowest performing property. Most of mine are 300 plus, especially now rents have gone up, but I'll leave in no money. I'll pull out this money, which I probably wouldn't. Realistically, what I would do, right, is a 70% loan to value leaving two grand or leaving nothing and then it can net, net cash flow like 40 50 quid more i don't need that 12 grand coming out what am i going to do with that i'd rather just use the ltv and get more cash flow although who knows mathematically it may not be the smart thing to do so um yeah 
I saw this and thought, not really not good of a deal. You might think, oh, but Ted, you're pulling out all your money. You're adding 300 grand to your portfolio value. Like, it looks really good on Instagram. It sure does, people. But I could be like a lot of you property trainers and people. I could just lie, innit? <laughs> I'm not a dickhead. Um, so, yeah. I'm going to carry on with the sale. The buyer, like I said, is being really good. But I have this here if my investor needs paying back early. And actually, they don't. They've actually agreed to roll on the money into uh, me buying a business next um, or another property deal, whichever comes first. So already agreed the money's going straight over. So they're fine. They've banked this with me for another year, two years. But, you know, for whatever reason, if I had to or I wanted to, I could. Yeah, there'd be some early redemption charges. But here's the benefit of now having this. I'm chilled. You know, with the sale, because I know, look, one, I've got a decent sale. Two, I can get another. And three, if I need to, I can, re you know, refinance it. And yeah, it's not the best deal, but on paper, it's a great deal. People, look, I don't make a lot of effort. I don't sit on right move all day. I, you know, yeah, I review sources, deal packs. Yeah, I speak to people. Yeah, I'm out here for deals, but I really don't put in that level of effort. And when you start out, you need to. I did. I've done 350, 400 viewings. I've read 500 legal packs, probably. Um, I've been there, done that. So, yeah, there comes a point, and I want you to know that there comes a point after years, I think, where you don't have to do all that, and you can get deals in other ways, right? Um, but maybe I should make more effort. <laughs> but then Shaz also messaged me and said, you know your, your other remortgage we're doing? Because um, one of my essays is going on to a fix, like the... Um, the variable rate, whatever it's called, the extortionate rate, we can call it extortion. It's what it is, sharks. Um, the bank, who are known to be dinosaurs, and I can't believe I'm doing business with them, I have a 25-day SLA to even just review this stuff. And I'm like, you're going to come back and say, mm, can we please have this one document? When Okay, here it is. When are you going to respond? Oh, now it's a 28-day SLA. So basically, 2023, I'll have a remortgage done. Thank you, fucking dinosaurs. That reminds me why I don't make more effort. You know, that reminds me why. Um, but yeah, I thought I'd share this update with you on Project Fire. Now, by the time you listen to this, by the way, because I've got so many podcasts that are scheduled and are out, coming out, this might have sold. I'm hoping it will. I'm praying it will. So by the time you listen to this, I mean, if you're on Instagram Live right now, then this is Instagram Live and it's live. But if you're on the podcast, like I think a lot of you are, um, and I spoke about this in the community as well, this deal in a bit more detail. Actually, well, no, I did a whole presentation on it. And the, the refurb, everything, because it was the biggest refurb I've ever done. Fire, damn it. It was crazy. Um, and I showed you why you shouldn't be scared of it. You know, I took you through the inside of it, all the issues, radiators, the floorboards. It was mad. It was mad. It was mad. So, yes, people, uh, thanks so much for tuning into the Ted Talks podcast. And I hope this. Yeah, I hope this has been helpful. But, you know, this is a reality of property. Great. 300k valuation, you know, all money out. But it's quite a high value property. So the yield is a bit whack. It's a bit ugly. So, yeah, don't be fooled by deal sources. Most of shit. I'm sending packs with maybe deals that look like this when in reality they're a certain way. And look, this is not necessarily a good deal for me. However, if my agent says, Ted, you've way undervalued the rental, it actually could be. And secondly, even if it's not, this is a good deal for someone. And you need to be aware of that. Just because, you know, it's not a good deal for me means nothing to do with you. Yes, I can teach you how to get a good deal. I can show you what my criteria are. Like I always say to my mentees and I always say on my e-learning, 
okay, you got a flip. It's 15%, you know, return. I'm not touching that. I wouldn't do that. But you're making 20 grand. And right now you earn half of that or you're in a job you hate or whatever. Is that going to change your life? You have to ask yourself that. And if it is, fuck the percentages. Yes, they're going to keep you safe. Yes, you shouldn't necessarily do it below 20%. But if it's a good deal for you and it changes your life and it allows you to do stuff you can do before, then do the deal, you know? Do the deal, people. Um, anyone got any questions on Instagram Live? I'll I'll leave the podcast running for a few seconds. And if I get any, uh, I'll answer them so people on the podcast get it as well. About anything, go for it. I'm taking questions now. Lamar, Ted, fire, fire. Thank you, Lamar. Long time no see. Long time no party, really. I think we're partying again soon. NSRI says, love the straight talking. Really refreshing. Keep on it with your success. Smashing it. Thank you very much. Trying my best. Blue and my property investment co. Hey, hey, Ted. Hello. Anyone got any questions? Any questions? Collect property. Teach me. Nah, listen, I can't teach you anything, man. You've got the master teaching you, you know. Um, 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 you know, please, please, I can't teach you anything, you know, you might be a decent deal sourcer as well, I don't know, I've never been sent any of your deal packs, maybe if you sent me them, you know, but no, that's cool, you, you keep it with your little bougie bespoke clients, so that's fine, yeah, yeah, it's cool, I'm, I'm just, I'm just me, so yeah, people, I'm going to end the podcast now and end the live because I have a to-do list and I'm going on my honeymoon tomorrow, and so obviously I need to shave this, and I have to decide which books I'm taking. I got this recently. Uh, and this, WWF, Giving to Charity, Little Elephant. What should I call this? Um, I think I'm going to call uh, Hurry, not Harry, not Harry. Yeah, H-A-R-I, Hurry the Hatti. With Hatti means elephant in Hindi, Urdu and Punjabi, if you didn't realise. So yeah, thanks everyone for listening to the Test Talks podcast. And I will catch you soon. Good day.